Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. Happy Thursday. Welcome back or welcome if this is your first time. My name is Jennifer Larkin and this is season two, episode four. And today I'm going to be talking about a couple of things. I have a list right now. I kind of, I'm going to get into the idea of like woo woo and I'm going to give some spoilers about The Bachelor. I want to talk about it and talk about kind of like an unpopular opinion, honestly. Do not cancel me, I swear. I just, I want to talk about it. It's it's really important to me. But first, I want to talk about life update and based on an episode I had, I think like two episodes ago where I talked about like an affirmation, I wanted to talk about that. And it's interesting because like I'm batching these episodes, but because my life is just so all over the place and like new things happen every day, I honestly have so much to talk about even though I literally recorded episodes yesterday for myself so that's kind of cool and nice and so life update is that the affirmation that was show me how good it gets that I've been saying the last couple of days that I was talking about in the episode guys this shit works I'm telling you (laughs) you need to write it down say it every day put on a post-it note put on your mirror or something and say it every day because the amount that's happened to me since I started saying this is actually crazy to me like I've always been into manifesting and affirmations and things like that but I've kind of fallen off a little bit and (laughs) literally okay so this is what's happened to me almost immediately after I got an email from a photographer in Philly that wanted to work with me for like this I think it's like a bridal like floral shoot Something that would just be beautiful and also really good for my book because like David's Bridal is based in Pennsylvania near me and it would just be nice to get some bridal clients. And I was like, yes, I would definitely be interested, but she wanted to do it on like April 4th or something and I won't be back in the United States by then. I'll be back like on the 9th or something. And I was like, oh, like that sounds so great, but I won't be back until this date. And she was like, oh, like no worries. We actually were thinking about doing it on like April 13th now. Like, would that work for you? I'm like, yes. Like, here's my rate. Let me know if that's okay. And she was like, yeah, that rate is great for us. So that is like basically pending, almost secured. Just need to, you know, kind of get the details together and everything. But that's like basically secured for right when I get back to the States, which is awesome, (laughs) obviously. And then I'm like saying it all day, all day, all day, go to bed. And then I wake up to an email from my LA agency and they're like, oh my gosh, I had to stop it because I had to sneeze. (laughs) But anyways, so my LA agency emails me, which I've said in the other episode, but like I've been getting so many castings, like virtual castings and options for jobs in the United States in LA 
more than I was when I was back in the States. It's like makes no sense to me, but that's great. And also just like putting a pin in that. I honestly truly think it's because I separated my Instagram. So if you don't know, I had a certain handle for years. and my, my Instagram was actually hacked back in 2018 and I lost all my followers from like when I was modeling and in college and that was really frustrating. So I had to start from zero. So finally around you know, I actually am not at the place that I was like follower count wise, but you know, I'm close enough. And I was really wrestling with like, what do I want to do with my account? Because, you know, I work in social media. I know that like niching down is obviously very helpful. And I also am a model that has a lot of agents that really like are watching my social like a hawk because now it's like such a big part of modeling. And it's basically like your second portfolio is what it's called. And like, that's what, you know, is referenced a lot by clients, like pretty much immediately they'll be like, oh, what's their Instagram? And they'll go look at it. So it was hard for me because obviously during COVID, my career really, really shifted and I needed some way to make extra money when, you know, I wasn't modeling. So I started doing like content creation and I also just like really enjoy content creation. So I, it was hard for me because it was like, I'm posting these things on social that are actually making me money but not as much money as a modeling job. So, And then I feel like I was kind of hindering getting modeling jobs because I was posting like lifestyle content on my Instagram and I had my agents being like, you're posting too much lifestyle. And it was just, it's it was really playing games with my head. It was really challenging for me. I know it sounds kind of silly, but it's, it's just really hard. Like when you have people really kind of like micromanaging your career um, and really social media is like a part of me. And it was showing like, it was basically them obviously they weren't saying this, but this is how I felt. It was like, they were telling me that they don't really like the true me because I'm showing like the true me on social. So that was really hard for me. And I honestly, like long story long, uh, like a couple of years ago when I was really struggling with cystic acne, I put up this like really raw post with like no makeup on and put this really long caption of how much I had been struggling with like hiding my acne on social media. And when I was in person, I would have like basically panic attacks that people would see me like with not perfect skin because I was showing up on social with like quote perfect skin so it was just like putting me into a total spiral and then of course because of the stress was making my skin worse and I I swear like when I put this post up I got like the most nice supportive comments I've ever gotten people coming to me being like thank you so much for posting this like this is what my camera roll looks like I always take pictures of my skin like my skin's been really not the best lately and this just makes me feel so much better so thank you and like it just felt like such a weight off my shoulders when I posted that and then my agents were like and no fault to them I mean it it sucks it's just a product of the industry but they were like you need to take this down like this might hinder clients working with you And long story long, again, (laughs) back when I was modeling before and then I quit and then I was like, literally fuck this industry, like I'm never coming back. And then when I was coming back into it in like 2018, 2019, I was like, I will not compromise my beliefs for this job. Like that, that is just not a thing I'm going to do. I told my agents that ended up signing me. They were fully supportive of that. So when they came to me and said, you need to take this down, I was like, no, like I'm not taking it down. Like this is literally causing me so much anxiety like I need this out there I need people to like see the real me and like I like I said there was a weight lift off my shoulders like I literally felt like I was carrying just like tons and tons of weight on my shoulders because I was lying and then also like I was going on a yoga retreat with someone they really looked up to and then I had my high school reunion coming up and I was like I don't want people to see me for the first time and be like whoa like her skin does not look the same online like I just that's just like not authentic to my morals. So 
anyways, turning that back around, I, I separated the accounts. So now I have like the one solely for modeling and then the one solely for content creation. And I think truly because quote niching down on both platforms and just like posting the right content on both, I feel like I'm just attracting the right things to both accounts. Like, of course, the new account is growing a little slower because, you know, I haven't been on it for very long. But the modeling account has had a lot of traction and I've been, you know, connecting with photographers and other models and I feel like some, you know, photographers, stylists, makeup artists are finding me and like just like from my analytics are good, like people are saving my posts, people are sending them to each other. So hopefully that's like casting directors seeing the videos and saving it or clients being like, oh, I want to work with this model. So anyways that's kind of how it all works (laughs) like social media is so intertwined nowadays and so I've been getting all of these castings and I'm like this is so weird but I'm like no it's not like I'm putting in a ton of effort on this account and like I'm getting more traction because they see it so anyways that's great so I got this email from my agent and they're like hey we have this um basically like they're holding the job for me which I had a casting for when I was in Germany for a huge company I talked about in the last episode, like a company all of you guys know. I'll talk about it if like I get it or don't get it. <laughs> like next time I'll tell you guys which client it is. Um, but yeah, so they're like, we're holding this job for you. They'll pay for your travel. Like it's literally next week and I'm, I'm sitting on it and I'm like, okay, so I'm in London for another like two and a half weeks. So it's like, of course, I don't really want to like go to LA because that's like so far away just to come back to London to then leave a couple days later to go back to Philadelphia. So I'm like, what do I do? And so obviously I'm like sitting with it and it's like such a good client. So I'm going to do it. But I had to be in contact with my London agency and he's like, you have to take it. It's a great job. It's a good money job. It's a good client to have maybe like ongoing stuff when I'm in the States. But we're also holding these options for you for two huge clients here in London that I had castings for this week so I'm like okay show me how good it gets (laughs) to wrap that all up so that's awesome and then also so I um what do I want to tell you first so one of my like online internet friends she does like Reiki and yoga and she's into wellness and stuff and she's holding this retreat in Joshua Tree in June and if you know me, I love Joshua Tree. I've been there twice, well, actually three times because of work, but twice for Kundalini Yoga retreats. I go every year. And these retreats are basically where I've like really, really like broken limiting beliefs. I that's basically where I started my product-based business, like the name, all the ideas from the packaging, from the saying, like the the slogan, all the things were really kind of birthed there. Like I can talk about kundalini yoga in this in another episode because it's really powerful and I definitely want to talk more about it if you're not familiar so that you can do more research but so she's having this retreat and I'm like okay financially I'm not in like the best place like I'll be fully transparent about that like I definitely sort of put on a facade just so I look you know more well off I guess so I like get clients truly but it's been a hard time since the pandemic like I definitely on this trip, a lot's being put on credit cards and things like that. And I'm fully transparent about that. And I, you know, owe people money. Like my parents are supporting me while I'm here because I'm still paying my rent back home. And then my agents, like they advance us money. So basically they advance you for 
the apartments you're staying in and then when you like get paid for jobs it just like automatically pays them back and then you get paid the remaining so that's where I'm at right now and but this retreat that she has I'm like I really 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 want to go but I know that like financially I probably shouldn't so the point I want to make there is like money comes back but time doesn't and I've been like on Bumble BFF here in Germany and in London and I met this girl and we were talking and the questions like that we were asking each other was like where's the best place you've traveled like what's your favorite memory like things like that and it's like that is what matters in life and that's what you remember like if I sit and close my eyes and I think about like my favorite memories like actually the memory I go back to the most is me on a yoga retreat in Tulum, Mexico floating in the water there like if I ever need to go to like a zen place that's where I go like every single time was that retreat pretty expensive yes but some of my best memories are there and I still am friends with everyone there and it's brought me so much abundance from going to that retreat like just some examples like I ended up becoming friends with the like host of the retreat we did a collab for my business together made money back from that became friends with someone else there she ended up making my like about video for Ava one of the other women there became my money mindset coach like that's that's just kind of what I'm getting at so I'm kind of answering my own question but I just want to give that tip a bit to you of like if you're kind of wrestling with something like of course you have to make mindful decisions you can't just like throw money out like one of my mentors always says like this only applies if you have like the bare necessities of your life like you have shelter you're safe you you can eat like things like that if you don't have that like this is a completely different situation but I think if you're listening to this episode you probably have those things you're probably listening on your iPhone or whatever it is you probably have those things so it's like figure it out okay I'm gonna I might put it on a credit card sure maybe I'll get charged some interest one month but I'll I'll pay it off and I will make it work and I'll have that memory forever. And then I'll get closer to the girl who's hosting it and whatever it might be. So I messaged my mom and I was like, what do you think about this? And she was like, uh, I just, I don't think that you should do it because I think you, sh- you would feel better if you like paid everyone off and, and blah, 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 whatever. And something that I always say, but I recently was reminded of it from, I think like a show I was watching or something. I can't remember, but it's like when you don't know what decision to make, like ask someone what they think. And then you'll you'll get the feeling of like based on what they say of what you wanted. Because when she said, no, don't do it, I was like, oh, but I really want to do it. You know what I mean? So like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so anyways, going back to the main point was like the um, the job from the modeling job in Philly. And then I got a DM yesterday because I also have like a social media consulting business. I also make website templates. And from the consulting um depending on what the person needs I'll do some like back-end offerings that I don't really love to do all the time but I'll do for people that I really align with and that's social media templates like hashtag um, research and that's kind of the extent of it so I had this woman that booked me for consulting and then she needed website templates or sorry social media templates so I made them for her and then she recommended me to a friend I made her social media templates and then she recommended me to another friend who DM'd me and was like, hey, like she just recommended me. Like I really need social media templates. Are you still doing that? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I can't start until I get home from, you know, London. But yeah, totally. 
and my rate for that and then plus the modeling job in Philly equals the exact amount of the retreat. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's divine. Show me how good it gets. I'm going on this retreat. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, just getting, I'm going to take a sip of water because I'm like so dehydrated and talking way too fast, even though I literally even haven't even had my coffee yet today. Um, and side note, honestly, like I just love podcasts. I love talking. I'm sure you can tell my manifesting generator comes out a lot. (laughs) So podcasting is like the best thing for me. But some girl like asked me on TikTok because I put a thing up about my latte and she was like, you need to give me tips about coffee. Like, I don't know anything. So I just put up a video about like how I make my latte if you're curious. Um, so go check that out. So getting into really like the topic of today, I'm going to do going to do like half and half because like the one is like probably sh- too short, even though I've already talked for a bit about my life updates and manifesting but I really think there are a lot of messages in that message that I hope help you and hear something that you haven't heard in a while or you've never heard before I really that's like the whole point of this podcast so going into that because a lot of that was like sort of spiritual and more like heart-centered is the term woo-woo I've been hearing this for a while obviously this is kind of like a mainstream term now And I heard it the other day, and I heard it the other day in a weird way. So I heard someone that is really looked up to and has a lot of influence on TikTok and now a lot of other things. And she called journaling woo-woo. And I was kind of like, I don't like that. Because journaling is just like, should be such a normal thing to do. Like, Because that is a form of therapy and that is a form of working through emotions from the inside out. And it's a really healthy way to cope with something rather than like avoiding it completely or drowning out the noise like in ways of like being around a lot of people all the time. So you don't have to think internally or like drinking or doing drugs or over exercising or overeating like whatever that might turn into for some people. I know I've probably done all of those things. I can confidently say I've done all those things. And I feel like at this point in my life, I feel the most connected to myself and grounded because I journal every single day. And I know for some people that is like such a daunting task. And it's like, okay, Jenny, yeah, I'll journal, journal, whatever, the five-minute journal. Also, five-minute journal, do not get that. <laughs> it's so expensive. And I just get a plain journal and just write your thoughts out. That's all you have to do. And then like put a pin in that side note for the affirmations or whatever that's in it. I don't, I've never even had it, but I think there's like affirmations in it. Go sign up, like download this app called Pep Talks on like the app store. It literally sends you free affirmations like all day. It's by this girl, Lindsay Aaron. She has like the Daring Romantics podcast. Like she's very cool, very into design, makes website templates, very cool person. And the affirmations are so good and they're free. And you can pay for an upgrade for other ones, but not necessarily necessary because there's so many that already come in. I just think free writing on a journal is fine. And then I also just because this is how I like to do things is I have like the law of attraction planner that I actually need to get a new one of, but I just have other journals right now. So I'll usually do that because that gets really granular of like what your goals are for manifesting. And then also have like a planner because I think it's good to just 
because I have so much going on and like so many businesses and everything, I write out like the task for the day and I only do like four or I overwhelm myself. And then it just depends like also if I have like, if one task is going to take me like an hour, I'm not going to do four. I'm going to do like that big one and like three small ones or something or two small ones. So yeah, I'll have like a planner and then just like a free write journal. And that has helped me so much to clear my head, which I actually just realized I forgot to do that this morning. So I have to do that after this. (laughs) Um, And especially if I'm like traveling, I will fill it out because it just helps me. One, I think it's actually really good for just like memorization and working your brain. Um, And I listened to an episode recently about like just brain health. I forget the company, but it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. He was on the Skinny Confidential. Him and his mom like started a company. But my grandma died from Alzheimer's and it's just really close to me. And I think like brain health, I mean, I don't actually know if like the studies are really good of if it is actually very much genetic or not but like I don't know that's just something that I think is in the back of my head a little bit and it helps me just like remember things and also like if I really do want to look back on the day if I had a really good day I'll read it and then it just like brings me back instantly into that feeling and I think that's what's important that's why I love pictures and videos and music and smells and sounds and things like that so again I just think using the word woo-woo like getting back to the freaking point is that it just has such a negative connotation to me. And it's like, I don't know, it's like kind of shaming someone for being spiritual, in my opinion. Like, and I think even spiritual has a bad connotation nowadays, because I feel like sometimes when people think of spiritual, they think of like weird or like really out there. And to me, I think it's just like, it's a belief. Like, it's a belief that there's something bigger than myself out there and that like the purpose of my life is bigger than me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just like, if you take anything away from this, like just stop saying that, please, if you are. And I'm sure I've said it before, but it's something I really like consciously try and not say. I also like, I saw this post about this like maybe two years ago that it's actually like, um, inappropriate to say that because of the origin of the words like I forget don't quote me like I have to look it up and look it up if you're curious but anyways let's just let's stop saying woo woo because journaling and a lot of spiritual things are really good for our mental health and just our well-being in general so I hope you take something from that tangent um so then the next thing I wanted to talk about which this episode is getting longer than I wanted to. It's so hard to like keep things on track when you have so many thoughts. But again, I think there's always good tangents and tidbits from anything that anyone says and you can always take away something. So for me, <laughs> this is definitely an unpopular opinion, but I've felt this for a really long time because I think the trend of like really bashing men is just not cute. <laughs> like I'm not here for it. I think, you know, we live in a patriarchy. There's there's definitely a lot of, like, things that are wrong. And there are definitely a lot of things that are wrong with men. But there's also a lot of things that are wrong with women. And I just think my thing is, like, if we want equality, it's really hard to have equality if, like, there's somebody always trying to push down somebody else. Um, of course, also, like, this is... A generalization like of course there's going to be bad seeds in any kind of bunch but the point I'm trying to make is like I'm, I'm really just over the men bashing and saying like oh fuck men like whatever because I mean like 
we wouldn't be here without men. And like I have a dad that I love, a brother that I love, a boyfriend that I love that are amazing people. So it's just hard for me to really generalize and categorize like one certain group as like horrible. I don't know. So why I'm saying this is because I wanted to talk about The Bachelor and I'm talking about The Bachelor today because hopefully by this point you've already watched the finale in the season so I don't spoil it for you because I totally understand that feeling like I've been avoiding all euphoria content because HBO is literally not available in Germany and the UK well the UK to my knowledge I haven't actually tried because I have like a VPN and it wasn't working so I haven't been able to finish it and I'm like there's a podcast I listen to that like gives little spoilers in it and I'm like I can't listen to it right now maybe because I literally have no idea what's going on which is so annoying because it's such a good show and I really wanted to finish it but anyways like with The Bachelor I wasn't able to get in at first when I was in the UK and I was like oh shit the finale's like tonight and everyone's gonna be talking about I don't want to know who's like picked um but anyways so if you haven't watched it you don't know um who is it Colton Colton right am I forgetting his name I forget what his name is in this current season but if you haven't watched it, like skip through the rest of this podcast episode because this is like the remainder of what I'm going to be talking about. And what I have written down as my notes are like, I want to kind of talk about like the toxic kind of idea around The Bachelor and expectations and my unpopular opinion possibly about it. So the thing is, I was so I was listening to the What We Said podcast and JC and Chelsea were talking about it, which they hadn't seen it, but they made a comment about like Pilot Pete, which I totally forgot that his season was so con- like controversial um, with Maddie and Hannah, I believe. And my thoughts are like, as somebody who falls for people like so fast, I feel like the expectations on The Bachelor are like, how the hell, if you have like... 30 vetted like amazing women like beautiful talented successful all of these things if you have all of these girls that probably all have such amazing qualities because they've literally been vetted to get on the show how could you not fall for multiple people like that's truly how I feel like if I was on that show I would probably fall in love with three people <laughs> like I truly like truly and obviously that's not the point like the point that people were upset and obviously the women were upset is because he literally told them like I'm in love with all of you which that was stupid because there's no way you're in love first of all the fact that people even say I love you or I'm in love with you after weeks of being together I don't know I just think I mean that's possible I guess that's actually very possible I've probably done that (laughs) but if you have multiple people I just think it's too clouded because it's just too complicated to understand. And I feel like it's more lust. Like you're just, you have all these like feelings and it's definitely lust. And that's definitely the issue. But I'm just like thinking, this is like, this is how I feel about it. So he's with, I'm forgetting the names. What is wrong with me? So anyways, like he's with the all these girls. So say he's with all three of them. And it's like the one like, was really really great with his family and like they have fun together they laugh together they you know they they had good sex like there's attraction but then the other one is like 
just really, really kind and gentle and like has a really good job and loves to travel and blah, 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 whatever. And then the third one has all these other things. It's like each woman is going to be checking off like different things that this person wants. Because, you know, if you think about relationships, it's like, okay, what do I want in a partner? And it's like, let's say like 20 different things. (laughs) It's like the partner you're with is probably not going to have all 20 of those things. But it's like you have to figure out, okay, what is like a non-negotiable for me? So like, what's a good example? Say like you need your partner to be funny, to have a good sense of humor, but and and then also like be kind like like children want to want to have children like likes to travel blah 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 all these things if that person isn't funny but has all these other things like attractive good and bad like likes to travel has a good job has a good family blah 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 but isn't funny that's not going to work you know what i mean so I, I feel like it would be hard if all of these three women maybe check off different things that you would want of really knowing like who's the best person for me So that's that one thought. And then the other thought is just like, this show is so ridiculous. Like, I watch it. I love the drama and everything. But it's like, why are we putting this poor man on the stage with these women and he's just getting shit on and people are getting booed and all of this stuff. And it's just like, honestly, I think he handled it so well. Like, I truly, I did not appreciate how he treated, um, I'm forgetting the name, but the woman that he ended up with. When she was like, I, this is a non-negotiable for me. Like, you slept with them. I'm leaving. He got a little too angry. Like, I didn't really love that. But the whole rest of the show, I felt like he was just really good at, like, conflict resolution and being like, this is how I feel and, like, really gentle and sweet. And that's how I kind of felt like he handled, like, the the last, you know, episode with the finale with, like, the women sitting on the couch and everything. And... I think with Jesse, I'm like sucking about this right now with the names. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was like hating on him like so hard and and everyone was hating on him for what happened. And it's just like you one, you have to follow your heart. And this show is just the unrealistic expectations, which is me now leading completely into like the fact that we feel like we have the right to like completely bully people online even though we do not know them at all and you're seeing like literally such a fabricated side of this story because the bachelor like nation literally edits exactly how they want it to be it's just i don't know it's like why are we like this like why why do people bully online like if you have nothing nice to say don't say it and then, and then I unfortunately have in the back of my head of like, well, you are kind of putting yourself on this show knowing that you're doing these things. But again, there's no right answer. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I'm trying not to be so politically correct because this is just how I feel. So will I still watch The Bachelor? Yeah, probably. But that's just a thought I wanted to say. And to just be nicer to people. Be nicer to people online. Be nicer to people in person. Obviously, if you feel super strongly about something. I mean, again, this is, this is, like, where I draw the line of, like, something like this is, like, this is so silly. Like, you're seeing a side that's being fabricated. Like, there's no reason to, like, literally death threat people online for this type of stuff because that happens, but usually more to women on the show. But, you know, I'm sure maybe he's gotten some really, really bad comments and, and things like that. This is so different than if someone literally does something that is, like, so horrible 
that like needs repercussions. This does not apply to that. You know what I mean? So anyways, take that as you will. I hope, (laughs) I hope you guys don't not like me because of saying that, but that's just how I feel. I couldn't be on The Bachelor. I couldn't, I could not do it. Like honestly, when I see people on the show like kissing and they like get close up to them, I'm like, oh my God, stop, 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 stop. (laughs) So anyways, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Kind of went all over the place there, but that's what these episodes are going to be like because that's life and I hope it's entertaining and you take something away from it. So love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you guys next time. Get up, get down, get up.